0: We're going to be talking about the Tommy Robinson kidnapping in London today. And that's right. It is a kidnapping. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the latest developments on Spygate, what to expect next. We've been five steps ahead of the mainstream media and, frankly, five steps ahead of anyone on that. We're going to be talking about the absolute outrage that the liberals had today over Trump putting immigrants in cages, except there's only one problem with that story, and much, much more, but... Uh, First, I think we need to get into this Starbucks update. You're thinking, what Starbucks update? You haven't heard about this. Well, we told you about the last update. Ernie, you remember this. Starbucks said, come one, come all. Everyone's welcome. No need to buy coffee. In fact, if you feel that we're racist, you can ask for free coffee.
1: Yeah, and I said they would
0: be turning their, their bathrooms into homeless shelters. And people called us racist, sexist xenophobes, xenophobes. I don't, what's a xenophobe? Uh, people that don't go to Starbucks? I, I'm afraid of them. No, there are people that are afraid to go into the bathroom. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what we're afraid of. Whatever we are, uh, we were called all the names in the books. And of course, when Starbucks opened up the doors and uh, let everybody in, every flavor, every persuasion, every race, every color, every creed of human debris traipsed into the Starbucks. They had homeless people smoking cigarettes, smoking crack. They had people passing out in the bathroom, overdosed on heroin. They had people throwing stuff at the employees and attacking them. They had it all. And now just two days later, after they changed their policy, they've already changed it back. They're saying, uh, no, no, uh, you do need to buy things now. Uh, This is a, a full reversal of the policy that they had instituted in their uh, attempt to out social justice warrior the best the, the best of them i you know this is really incredible yeah, how,
1: how can they be so stupid i mean this this was so obvious right from the from the get go that as soon as they opened the doors it was going to be like this big vacuum
0: that just sucks in the debris and, I, and I don't get it and and they got a a lesson in open borders i mean this is this is a microcosm this is a a petri dish example of What happens when you open up the doors? You say, here's free stuff. You know, whether you talk about free coffee to people they feel, you know, need reparations or you talk about, you know, using the air conditioning for free or what have you. You offer free stuff. You open up the doors. And guess who shows up? We see the same thing on our southern border every day.
1: Yeah. You know, I I don't know that they were trying, you know, if it was an experiment or what. I I have the feeling that that it had something more to do with just gaining free publicity and there's there's got to be something more to this i mean uh, unless there was some some pr wonk that just thought he had a great idea and they they just go with it but it doesn't make any sense i mean anybody with an ounce of sense would have known exactly what have
0: what would have happened and we called it we called it and (laughs) and i didn't think it would be two days before they reversed it i i gave it i think two weeks i I have to go back and check but uh two days it, it lasted all of, of 48 hours and um
1: Jacob, have you ever seen what um a few homeless people can do to a bathroom in about 15 minutes
0: uh i i, I am remiss to you, say you that even i don't want to imagine it it's it's a it's a uh an absolute atrocity i'm sure um and, and of course this is what uh we said would happen but you know what i actually commend starbucks they reversed their policy. They did so very quietly. You're not going to hear about this anywhere else, practically. Definitely not in the mainstream media. But I commend them because this is uh, what we should have done with Open Borders. We should have said, wait a second. It's been two days since we opened up the borders, and look who's come in. It's not good. Let's change it. Let's reverse it. I mean, if if our policymakers— had uh, even one half of the of the sense that Starbucks has, and that's not saying much. I, I think our country would be in a much better place right now, but um, they don't. You know, the, the borders continue to be open. Democrats continue to cheer for it. And uh, what Starbucks realized, and, and what our country is realizing, is that there's no upside. There is no upside to letting in every uh, flavor of 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 debris and trash that that you can let in. That there's no positive benefit. You don't get anything for that. You don't get a Nobel Prize. You get a bunch of people walking in attacking you, and that's what happened in Starbucks. They had multiple employees injured, uh, bathrooms destroyed, property destroyed, people smoking. and um,
1: So what are they doing now to uh, stem... Uh, the tide, because once they've opened the gates, even though they've reversed the decision, now they have to sort of police the doors, right?
0: Well, it, and that's right, and so they're going to get another wave of uh, negative publicity uh, the next time they're racist enough to kick out a homeless person, I, I guess. But uh, just oh, wanted man.
1: to only if we could get some footage of that.
0: Oh man, it's going to be great, and, and we'll continue to cover it on the show. I, I, I do uh, want to move on here to one one of the biggest atrocities one of the biggest embarrassments to the Western world that I've ever seen and that is this uh, kidnapping and that's what I called it in the intro to the show and that's what it is of citizen journalist uh, he, you know the meme is that he's alt right but but to me he seems pretty reasonable and that is uh, Tommy Robinson he was outside of a courtroom filming uh, the essentially the, the perp walk of a couple of Pakistani uh, what they call over there grooming suspects, and I, I never understood where they got that word grooming. I mean, I mean, I understand the verbiage, but they only use that word. And, and what grooming is, just so you know, in, in the English context of the word grooming, is it's a euphemism for child sex trafficking.
1: Well, preparing children for sex for customers.
0: Right. It's it's so sex what, trafficking. What
1: now, now he's been on this for about I don't know ten years because so, he was uh, arrested previously for for outing. Uh, I think it was a, a radical Islamist that were doing the exact same thing and thrown in jail for a year uh, for outing them. I mean, they were literally kidnapping little children around the neighborhood and then uh, putting them into the this, uh, this sex ring. I mean, w- what it really comes down to is that the, the UK government, uh, there are people, there are pedophiles in there that are essentially taking over the government.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just – there's countless headlines like this. You're not going to read headlines uh, from British outlets about Tommy Robinson, of course, because uh, they've issued what's called a – what is it, a D-list, a D-order? Yeah,
1: yeah it's, a, it's it sounds like the list but it's a D-list, and basically it's a D-list. gag order Got on it. the press. It, it, it's illegal to report on it.
0: Right, right. But there's still some – Illegal.
1: You can go to jail just for reporting. You can go to jail just for putting it into your Twitter.
0: Yep. We're saying it to a friend on the street. And and, and so, so what was the reaction of the mainstream media? I mean, we, we constantly hear these people talking about how Putin murders journalists, even though there's really sparse evidence to suggest that that's the case. But let's just say it's true. And, you know, good journalists stand up for each other. And, you know, they, they, they don't agree with journalists being suppressed. Are they outraged about this? No, no. They're, they're, they're silent in most cases. deafeningly silent. And, in fact, in some cases, they're not only silent— but they're standing in support of this. I think there's no better case than Piers Morgan today, which supported this, and obviously he got slammed and fast. I mean, there's there's riots in the street. There's there's people marching in front of the in front of the police station. They're trying to get this guy out. Nobody in the UK, to what I can tell, really likes this except for the elites. And Piers Morgan tweets out after he gets slammed. He says, well, "That's because
1: the elites are pedophiles."
0: Yeah. Well, basically, and uh, and so Piers Morgan tweets out. He says. And I quote, so 99% of the numbskulls responding furiously to my Tommy Robinson tweet are also committing contempt of court and could be jailed for it. I politely suggest you all delete your posts immediately. And guess where he tweets this from? He included the location. St. Tropis, well, Jason, France.
1: Jason, I'm sorry. J- Jacob, I'm sorry. Do you know what this means? That you are, if you show up with your visa trying to get into the UK. I'll be arrested. You no, no. Nope. They'll just reject you. Sorry. You cannot enter.
0: Well, well that Jacob might.
1: Jacob Wall is now banned from the UK. I, I, You know, I've already been there and I've already
0: stated that I I,
1: I have absolutely no reason to go back oh, now. I,
0: I'm not interested. I mean, after Lauren Southern was stopped, she wasn't even in the UK. She was in France trying to fly there and they let sure. her know she was banned and they jailed her for two days in this holding cell in the airport. I mean, after well, we that, are now, I was done we are
1: now it. in that elite club.
0: Yeah, well, we're in the elite club, and, and I'm proud to be there. So I responded to Piers Morgan. This is great. I, I said, the same schmuck who constantly calls for confiscating your AR-15 also wants to take away your free speech. And then I tweeted at him. I said, if you want to take away our rights, stay the hell out of our country, Piers Morgan. He responds and says, shut up, you gun-toting moron. And 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 he's just getting slammed. And so, you know, How I thought—
1: How did he get gun-toting out of that?
0: I don't know where he got gun-toting. I guess maybe he's seen me with pictures of guns. It and must I, be a homophobe and a xenophobe. You yeah, know what
1: I, You know what I think you are? I think that you're a phobophobe.
0: <laughs> I, that's, I think that's what it is. The only thing to fear, after all, as they say, is fear itself. But I tweeted a picture out, and I said, we know, Piers, you and your elitist friends prefer that people be unarmed. It's a picture of him standing up, uh, joshing it up with uh, good old Harvey Weinstein, one of Piers Morgan's good friends. And um, No, I mean, but this, this is what we're getting. They will uh, jail you now. If you try to expose their pedophile rings, uh, this this is something of of the magnitude. I I was almost without words. It was it was tough for me to really try and talk about this because this guy's going to be in jail for thirteen months, and 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 you got an update uh, from your sources on on where they're planning to put him. I mean, is this a special political prison? Is it a minimum security prison? Where the no, hell is this guy?
1: They put they plan on putting him in one of the toughest prisons, along with a lot of other. Um, heavily populated by radical Islamists. So essentially, <laughs> this is tough to say, but I think that they've essentially given him a death sentence, and and uh, Tommy Robinson has actually acknowledged that. He believes that he's being sent to jail to, to die. Wow. I, it, wow. This is unbelievable. Wow. The, the people, the, the country, that was the genesis for, you know, the Magna Carta, which was the basis for our U.S. Constitution and individual rights. Yeah. And, you they, know, they are now dystopian. And, and, are and,
0: completely- and it all starts. It all starts with the Second Amendment. This is what this is what us, quote unquote, gun toters constantly talk about. What is the recourse for getting tossed in jail as a political prisoner and, and sent to die if you don't have a gun? A- and if your supporters who are trying to get you the hell out of there don't have guns. There is no recourse. And so what, I, what I've said and what I'll continue to say is, is get the hell out while you have the chance now. Because you know what? You can get in the streets. You can march. You can chant. You can talk. The press is suppressed. They're not going to get any help from the media. If you tweet, you're going to get jailed right with him. Now, what are these people doing? It's not just the UK. I mean,
1: these are, these are roving gangs that go around, rape women and grab little children. For sex slaves.
0: Oh, but but you're a conspiracy theorist if you talk about that. You're you're like Roseanne Barr. You can't say that. This is not a conspiracy. This this is this is true. Sure. I mean, I, I pulled up literally hundreds of headlines. Hundreds of headlines historically over the last five years. Here's another one. This this is from the Independent. Uh they said, quote, grooming gangs abused more than seven hundred women and girls around Newcastle, and police appeared to punish the victims.
1: And, and what's the answer from, uh, you know, countries like Germany or Sweden?
0: Oh, oh they're, they're all uh, in women, on it.
1: You know, you just don't go out at night and make sure that you always uh, wear something that's very modest because you don't want to, you know, attract any trouble.
0: Well, well yeah. And in, in Sweden now, it's gotten so bad that they've actually invented pants uh, that can't be removed without a key. You have to use a key. They, they, a or, chastity belt. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's what it is. Uh, it's medieval, really. Uh but that's what you've got to wear if you want to because go outside. Because we have to be now.
1: accepting of their culture.
0: Right, right. They're they're here to help us. Um, you know, the mayor, Sadiq Khan, you know, listen folks, they're they're our friends, they're here to help us, let them all in, open borders. Uh, you know, it's it's all good. Oh, in the they hood. raped
1: your child? Well, that's okay because that's their culture.
0: It's their culture. And in fact, what they're talking about in the UK now is they want to set up separate Sharia law courts to try people like Tommy Robinson. What are you talking about? They already have them.
1: There's there's over a hundred Sharia law uh, centers within the UK.
0: But but do these do these Sharia law centers have ha, are they, they operate legally independently
1: binding? and they leave them alone.
0: And but but are they legally binding? In other words, uh, does, does well, no, it get on your it, record. No,
1: it's just within their community. But they. Oh, Jesus. Uh, there's no legality around it. They
0: just ignore them. They let them be. Wow! Wow! I mean, this is unbelievable. But this is what happens when you don't have a Second Amendment. This is what happens when you don't have guns. This is what happens when you're unarmed. These people can.
1: This is this is what happens when you have liberal globalists running the operation. I mean, that, that basically want to disrupt society and turn it into a police state. But
0: but when when these people lined up, what was this in the '90s or early 2000s? And they turned in all their guns in exchange for gift cards to Starbucks or wherever. What did they think was going to happen? Did, did they did they not see that maybe, just maybe, uh, this was a globalist takeover in progress and that the country would be turned into a third-world totalitarian hellhole within about five minutes?
1: Yes, that's exactly what they're expecting.
0: So, so these people can march, and, and they can march in the streets, and they can yell and scream and megaphone and whatever they want to do. Uh, But they've got no recourse. They'll get tossed away just like this guy. I mean, frankly, here's my prediction, Ernie. And we've got to wrap up the segment here. But uh, my prediction is within 90 days, North Korea will be a better tourist destination for Americans than England will be. Just my prediction. Just my prediction. So we're going to continue to cover this Tommy Robinson stuff. uh, But we want to get into Spygate. And when Trump tweeted out the word Spygate, which was started by, and the media made fun of us, it was started by myself and and you, of course, Ernie, and Jack Posobiec and Mike Flynn Jr., they made fun of us. Well, guess what happened? Next day, Trump's tweeting it out. He's talking about the payments that were first exposed on this show. He's talking about it all. He's got all the intel. Trump's five steps ahead of everyone else, of course. And the media is in full Defense mode now. The the floodgates have opened. I I knew that when Trump started tweeting about it, the floodgates is, have opened. They're wide open, and, and and they're on their heels. You can you can feel it. You can smell it. These people are on their heels. They're on the run. They know how this ends. They know how this ends. I, well, I, I, you
1: know, I, all I can say is that um, Trump is brilliant in this case. He just keeps on saying the word "spy," and of course. Um, Brennan and Clapper are going around doing the circuit around all the talk shows trying to soften that word. You know, they're using all these euphemisms in, in place of spy. You know, they're they're undocumented uh, human intelligence gatherers. They're not spies.
0: <laughs> right. Right. No, they're spies. I mean, and you know what's fascinating to me? And, and, and I sort of posed this question uh, to my followers on Twitter about a week ago. I said, it's interesting, you know, we were the first ones basically to out Stefan Halper and the payments, the more than $400,000, all of it. And then the mainstream media called, caught on a couple of days later and they called it a scoop. They said, we've we, we got the breaking news, we've got the scoop, whatever. I, I, I don't live for that kind of crap. I just want to get the truth out there. But one of the things that is, is most fascinating to me is that a lot of these people are perfectly happy to name the guy. There was several Washington reports uh, Washington uh, post reporters that, that talked about Steph Halper. Uh, there was a lot of people that talked about him. And yet there were others that were seemingly biting their tongue. I mean literally biting their tongue and 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 speaking in circles and double speak and talking in weird, awkward sentences to avoid saying his name. And the only conclusion that I can draw from that is that these people are on the take. Perhaps they're being paid by the intel agencies themselves, Operation Mockingbird. We know this has happened before in this country. We know the State Department admits that they pay journalists in the United States. I mean, that, that's on record. This isn't a conspiracy theory.
1: They have, they have to avoid saying his name in order to um, keep on going with their uh, the obfuscation of the truth. And, and because if they say his name, then they will have, um, I guess, broken some kind of code. Well, you know, well, that's what I think. I,
0: I think it's I they're think it's, outing a
1: spy because if they say his name, then they have to admit that he's a spy,
0: right? And and I think, I think it's 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 more than that. I think they are actually on the take, potentially, because some of them say it, some of them say it. They don't care, right? I mean, and they're the same types of people, and yet some of their peers will refuse to say it. I think they're on the take, and perhaps a condition of their employment, is that they're bound by by classification, and if this guy's name is classified. Then within their employment parameters for whomever they're working for, whether it be the CIA or the State Department or the NSA or the FBI, you name it, they can't say it. That's my theory. And I I don't have any evidence. I'm working on it. But I, I think it's very, very plausible. I mean, we know that these people brag about it sometimes, how they're on the take with the State Department. Yeah, I, I
1: think it's actually FBI protocol, because if they they actually do it, it'll be them, in fact, outing somebody who is a covert operator inside of their organization. And by doing that, that will automatically um, uh, identify him as that covert operator or a spy. They 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 don't want to get to that point, because if they say it, then, then it's true. Right. But as long as they don't say it, In their kind of warped mind, it's kind of like this sort of legalese, um, uh, you know, juggling. If you, you know, like what is, you know, it depends on what is, is that sort of thing.
0: Right, right. By
1: saying it the wrong way or saying or or leaking or just mentioning something that you have now kind of gone to the next level and then you've broken the rule. And that's what they're trying to avoid.
0: Well, here's a push notification that came through as we speak from the New York Times app on my phone. It says, analysis. President Trump's unconfirmed, quote, Spygate, unquote, claim shows how he uses conspiracy theories to erode the public's trust in institutions. Yes, those trustworthy institutions. You ought to well, trust them.
1: Right, right. But there's also another point here. You'll you'll notice that, um, you know, when they... when um I think it was Schiff when he came out with the idea and he said that, you know, there is no spy in the campaign. That was the crucial point when they said in the campaign. And that's that's the narrative that they're going to go with. So um, uh, Halper wasn't in the campaign, but he was still a spy that was working at the edges of the campaign, uh, dealing and trying to extract information. Exactly. So that's that's what see it's all how they say it. they're using the um the language to
0: obfuscate the truth no exactly and, and that's such an important point because this whole idea they're going to try to frame it as well if you're not on the payroll for the campaign you can't be a spy which couldn't be further from the truth i mean listen if i if the campaign's having a conference call and i hack into the conference call somehow and listen in guess what i'm spying on the campaign i'm not hired by the campaign but i'm certainly a spy so this, this thing is, is really boiling over. They're, they're losing track of it. They're losing traction quickly. Trump is bullying them down from the bully pulpit of the presidency. And Chuck Schumer now, you know, they constantly talk about how Trump bullies the press. Well, Schumer sent out a tweet just now, uh, just today, saying, quote, memo to the press when you quote the president saying, quote, Spygate. It's only fair to immediately follow that by noting there is absolutely no evidence of a spy being inserted into his campaign. It seems to me the failure to do so is a disservice to your readers, viewers, and the country. I mean, you've got Chuck Schumer now giving orders, giving orders to the mainstream media, which we know he does in the background. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel, admittedly, is best buddies with Schumer and 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 consults Schumer's staff when he writes his shows every night, Um but now they're just out there in the open about it. They're just It's just right out there for everyone to see. And uh, you know these people are on their heels, they're on the run, and they know how this ends. They know how this ends. The, the, the Obama White House and all of its constituent uh, executive branch agencies and the Clinton campaign and the Clinton Super PAC and the DNC, they were one. They were one unit. They were one in the same. There is no difference. It was Clinton's FBI. It was Obama's Clinton Super PAC. It was the FBI's Clinton campaign. You can mishmash mish them any way you want to go. They were one and the same. They were all working together. And, and this idea, you know, this idea that well, Obama didn't know what was going on. How do you get that idea when Obama was on the road nonstop at Hillary rallies, speaking? trying to get people fired up about this beleaguered candidate that could barely walk to a van without having to be tossed in like a sack of potatoes? You, you mean to tell me that when he's at these rallies and he's hugging up on her and they're in the green room together, they don't even you know mention a, a smidge about No, Oh, they just Obama's talk about their children. Oh, that's right. Oh, the grandchildren and uh, what was the other— Oh, golf, right. I, that's right. Loretta Lynch is a big golfer. Maybe some yoga? Yoga? Anybody— Right, right. No, it's just yoga and and golf and grandchildren. Gosh, why didn't I know? The tarmac meetings? Oh, it's just golf, folks. Or the New York Times. It's just golf. Right, now
1: uh, Obama's going to be taking it to the next level. He's been, um, he has a new deal with Netflix. I think it's for $50 million, basically to produce any documentary that he wants on any subject and, uh, you know, carte blanche. It'll be called the Barry and Mike Production Company.
0: Oh right, uh, that's um, named after uh, uh, Obama. Obama's best friend, I mean, right? Michelle. I'm uh, Michelle. I'm sorry. Oh, oh right, no, I I thought it was just named after his third cousin. Hmm. Uh All right. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't uh, find his birth certificate, so he just had to go with that name. I I don't know.
1: And, and you can imagine that every single uh, you know leftist in Hollywood is they're going to be clawing over each other to get a a, a role, oh, a cameo, man. anything to be in Obama's
0: film. Oh, that I mean, here's my guess: you're going to have a line around, you know, when they do an open casting, you drive through Hollywood, there'll be a big line around the building. You know, when, when, um, you know, Beyonce does a audition for background dancers or something like that, you'll have a line. It'll wrap around the building sometimes three or four times. It'll go for blocks. You see this in Hollywood in the studios. I think you're going to have the same thing here, except it won't be, you know, up and comers that are lined up. It'll actually be a listers. I think you'll have, I think you'll have uh, Tom Cruise and you'll have Weinstein, and you'll have this, and you'll have that. Of course, I don't know. Is 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 uh, uh, Malia uh, still interning with Weinstein? Maybe she can help work that all out. I don't know, but uh, she was interning before.
1: Thankfully, it's going to be nonstop propaganda, but it's being produced by uh, another documentary of uh, political persuasion by Netflix, which we all know where where that will end up in the dumper. It'll get. It'll it'll get zero zero stars. Well, these (laughs) people every other political uh,
0: crap that they've put out there. uh, These people aren't very good at this. I mean, they're not very good at this. They all got paid apparently by HBO. We both watched this HBO thing, uh, and they were they they all got paid, and they just gave HBO open access to the White House and flew them all around the world on Air Force One, I guess. And they came out with this documentary called "The Final Year," which should have been called. Watch us sell out the country to the globalists. That would have been a more uh, fitting name. But this documentary just simply shows them signing up deals, signing up the Iran deal, signing up the Paris deal, shipping over the jobs. Hey, how's TPP going? We've got to deindustrialize and fast global warming coming. I mean, they just show it. And I'm thinking, geez, if Alex Jones made a documentary about the final year, I don't think it would have made them look any worse. I don't think it's possible. (laughs) <laughs> it's just, it's, it's really I, I just uncanny. love watching
1: the last 10 minutes when when they're all, all those long faces. you know and I'll tell you how I've been spending my um, my memorial weekend my, my Memorial Day weekend and that is watching um, losing videos of of the campaign or all the uh, you know the, the media that moment when oh, they when they saw so that fun. Trump was going to overtake Hillary. Oh, I mean those, those are just precious videos. there's oh, all kinds the they're, they're almost a meme now. Oh, they're but just the you best. But if start one, right, and just let it roll into the next, you can sit there for hours and hours and just have a smile across your face, <laughs> ear ear.
0: You watch them crying. You watch Martha <laughs> Raddatz crying, and it's just the best. You know, and that's the best part. These people are these people are losing. The momentum's going the other way. We can't or let Rachel up Or Rachel Maddow, them. you know? Oh, yeah, or, Rachel Maddow. Saying,
1: this is the hell we live in now.
0: <laughs> no, you haven't died and gone to hell. This is real or the, life. Or
1: the Young Turks.
0: Well, we've got to uh, bounce on to the next uh, segment here, but uh, we've got to talk about what's going on in Alabama. And, you know, I don't think that um, many people have paid attention to this. It was brought to my attention by one of my followers. And I think what we may have going on in Alabama is a little bit of uh, deep state election rigging and not in the same way that it was accused to have happened against Roy Moore. No, I'm talking about a different kind of rigging here. There's this new candidate. Of course, Doug Jones, who beat Roy Moore last time around, is going to need to run in the midterms to keep his office. It was a special election. And the Republicans uh, are picking somebody to run against him. And they picked this guy named Jim Bonner. Jim Bonner. And Jim Bonner is just about the worst possible Candidate you could ever pick, and and I'm not being picky here. I'm not being an elitist. I'm not saying, oh well, he's got a beard, and you can't have a beard if you're a serious candidate, or, oh, he's not. He didn't go to Harvard Law School. No, no, no. This is this is a different kind of bad. This is a whole different league. I mean, let's just go over some of the uh, highlights of uh, Jim Bonner's illustrious career here. He he told the courts that he cannot work due to disability, and well, right now he's running from public office, uh, running for public office. He is a longtime member and elected official of the uh, militant Alabama Education Association. This is actually an association built to, it, it dates back to the segregationist era. It's a modern neo-segregationist era. He a uh, big supporter He's of Bill Cosby, and he says these women who were raped knew what they were getting into, and uh, they should have just taken Xanax and, and shut up. Uh, He just posted that on Facebook recently. He's a neo-Nazi. In fact, he has uh, Facebook posts praising Adolf Hitler and said the Holocaust was uh, just fun. And he belittled African Americans as uh, political candidates, called his female opponent a fat stripper. Uh, I don't mind that one that much, to be honest with you.
1: Maybe she was. (laughs)
0: Maybe she was a fat stripper. I don't know. I mean, are we mansplaining here? I think we're going to have to have a whole segment on the podcast called Mansplaining. I love mansplaining. But um, no, he's... And 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 he posts these bizarre pictures, and this is may, might be the weirdest part. He goes on Facebook and he posts these pictures where he he cuts fruit into the shape of uh, female genitalia. Oh Jesus! And then he like takes pictures with it. it. It's just the weirdest stuff I've ever seen. I'm thinking, if you took Robbie Mook or one of these Democrat operatives or John Podesta. And you had them run this guy's campaign and be paid by the Democrats; they wouldn't go this far. I mean, because this is this, this is just kind of unbelievable. I mean, you know, people see this and they think, I mean, this this is this is another level. I mean, this can't be real. He was
1: designed to lose. I mean, what what else could it be? You said deep state, you know, or, or the globalist, or whoever it is. They're all on the same team, right. whether they're Democrats or Republicans. The Republicans have to be in cahoots with the with the Dems on this. Right, the
0: GOP. And, you know, the problem yeah. is they're, they're podunk, you know, country yokel GOP people down there that make minimum wage to pick these guys, basically, is what happens. But I can't believe that they're this stupid. I, I just—I no. can't believe that. They're, they couldn't be this dumb. Could they? I mean— I, I love Alabama. I go down to Alabama. So, so he also owes over $100,000 in back taxes, failure to uh,
1: uh, pay any alimony to his uh, wife, $44,000 in arrears. He's got six
0: liens from the TVA credit union and Valley credit Holy union. Holy crap. Uh, six liens. Uh, I mean, it just it, it goes on and on and on. In fact, I, I, I recommend that folks, if they want to learn— the anti-candidate. Right. If you want to learn more about this guy— Uh, Because there's another candidate in the race named Joe Bonner who has no relation to this guy and is running for something else and is actually okay. But if you you want to read about uh, Jim Bonner, the the schmuck we just talked about, I recommend you go to notjoebonner.com. It's spelled N-O-T-J-O-B-O-N-N-E-R, Joe, just J-O, notjoebonner.com, and you can read this stuff. I mean, there's videos of this guy celebrating Hitler. He's got these bizarre light switches on his wall that he posted where it's got two switches. It looks like a, a, a woman's breasts. And then it's got... Uh, this is the Republican's candidate.
1: Yeah. This is the guy they're going to stand behind. This is the guy that's going to take the seat back.
0: <laughs> and they've had several schmucks like this. that Paul Nealon schmuck, a neo-Nazi guy. Uh, I mean, they've had... The neo-Nazi in, 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 in Alabama.
1: It's, it's almost like the Democrats designed the candidate for him.
0: Yeah, well, it's uh, very, very strange. Uh, strange indeed. But uh, we'll keep track of it. I mean, I, I've got to think there's a way to defeat this guy I, and, and get him out of there. Uh, it's just really, really weird. You know, I, I, I want to talk about this, this viral trend that uh, swept across liberal Twitter earlier today, and it was a, a picture of two uh, supposedly immigrant kids put in a cage, lying down, emaciated, and starved, and uh, liberals were outraged, and, and and all media people were, were outraged. They were, uh, I mean, everyone from Linda Sarsour to Hadass Gold from Politico to Jeffrey Sinclair, you name it. I mean, all of the blue checkmark liberal elitists we're on Twitter decrying how this horrific uh, animal kennel was being used to store undocumented child immigrants. And then they all started deleting them. And I'm thinking, wait, 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 I was looking for the picture. Where did it go? Well, it, it, it turns out there was just one problem. Just one problem. The uh, picture was a picture from 2014, and it was a center that, Obama was running. Obama, the architect of the uh, FEMA camp program that luckily was never put into place. Uh, th- that's where they were. They were at an Obama-FEMA camp Oops. on the southern border. And so they quickly started deleting them. They, they quickly started getting rid of these pictures because, of course, they had nothing to do with Trump. Uh, but that doesn't stop them from, from going after him. You know, it's, it's the, the well, so, kind of... So, Jacob, that, that explains
1: um, CNN's April Ryan uh, tweeting out this article about Trump running a child trafficking ring. Maybe she was trying to divert attention a bit. Where you know, it, it was obviously clickbait that she was putting out there because the article she was referring to was just a hypothetical. But this is a woman who is in the in the press corps. She's in front of uh, Sarah Sanders every day. And and she put out this absolutely ridiculous thing.
0: No, but uh, maybe but but this you think, is you think maybe that was coordinated? So so here it could be. But but here's the article. And before, you know, so you mentioned this article, April Ryan, who, who's a member of the White House Press Corps, uh, tweeted out an article from the saying, is the Trump administration running a child trafficking ring or nah? Follow me down the rabbit hole. This is an article by Jason Johnson. And before we write this off as a just obscure, you know, liberal blog that we don't want to talk about the root and and it's and its contributors and specifically this guy Jason Johnson are regular guests on Don Lemon they're regular guests on AM Joy they're regular guests on Rachel Maddow I mean these people are embraced by the left I mean this is not just uh you know some sort of uh you know article that was written on some liberal version of Reddit or or 4chan or something this is and it does appear to be coordinated. You're right, because because it shows the cages and then it says Trump's running Pizzagate. It's just a, it's the most. Right. Right. So. So
1: what she did, she she tweeted out an article, but this article that you described that was really kind of a just a, it was it was another one of those articles that kind of clickbait. You you go to it and say, what? Trump's tri- child sex ring? And then you get there, and it's just a a hypothetical type of thing. But she uh, tweeted it out there without that context. And then, of course, Fox really came down on her. And now she is going right back at Fox and saying, so apparently Fox just wants to slam me for clicks. So in other words, she's she's, uh, accusing Fox of clickbaiting when that's exactly what she did. She clickbaited with the article.
0: Right, and of course... She is also a regular contributor. I I believe she don't she does she only do CNN. I, I don't even know who who does she even work for. I I don't even but know she, she works she works for CNN. I mean right.
1: she's part of that that uh, that crowd, and uh, she has a front row seat at the press conference, the daily press conference.
0: Yeah yeah. The White
1: House press conference. I and and you know what you said this to me earlier. Maybe she's trying to get kicked off.
0: No, that's my theory. I I because she. You know interrupted Sarah Huckabee Sanders credentials the other day. removed from said, April
1: Ryan the first black <laughs> the first
0: oh you can already see it I mean yes. folks when you when you when you do what we do and and you read this stuff enough you know what's gonna happen next it's it's not we're not geniuses we just read this stuff and that's exactly what's coming we know that's what's coming they're 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 you know the April Ryan the first African American female press corps member kicked off, booted from White House press corps thanks to racist Trump. Let's talk about how he's a racist. Up next, April Ryan and um, you know whoever else they're gonna have, whatever else race bait or maybe Al Sharpton or you know, Sheetsu. They'd make a big, they'd make a big hubbub out of it. Uh, you know they would. And it's and it's just, it is the line of attack. This is what they have planned. This is what they're going to do. It's a rotation uh what tr- what is it now so it's russia uh Trump's a racist uh trump's a sexist he hates women uh they've got a couple of others um but uh you know it's 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 quite it's quite predictable you you don't have to be a uh no, it's a scandal a week it's yeah scandal a week right you know one last uh revelation before we wrap up the show speaking of russia just something quick that I thought was noteworthy is There was all this talk, you know, sources. Sources say that Rudy Giuliani wants Trump to talk to Mueller. Sources say Rudy Giuliani's changed his mind and thinks Mueller's Ah. a good guy. Well, I don't know. All I know is I watched Rudy Giuliani on Jake Tapper's show, although Dana Bash was hosting it uh, yesterday. And that's not what Rudy Giuliani said at all. What Rudy Giuliani said is that the Mueller investigation is no longer legitimate. Uh, and, and that's kind of a breakthrough. They they So they, they went after Michael Cohen. They didn't find anything. They've subpoenaed Roger Stone's gardeners and house cleaners and you name it. They haven't found anything.
1: Well, they're still going down that track, you know.
0: Oh, they're still going down that track. They're, they're looking well, see, at everybody. Yeah, there's
1: going to be a new one that's emerging. It's going to be Roger Stone, uh, Alex Jones, and Trump are in this sort of cabal together, and they're running the government.
0: Oh, right, right, right. And all at the behest of Russia, right? Yes. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yep. And they're going to say, "I'm
1: kidding." That that's definitely where they're going.
0: No, no, that is right. Because because my sources are telling me that some of Alex Jones' people have been subpoenaed. Ted Malik, who who's uh, based in London, for what reason? I don't know. I mean, don't ask me. Maybe he's just lost. I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's lost. He must be. He's based in London. And uh, he's one of Alex Jones' people. He flew into the U.S., flew into Boston Airport. in your neck of the woods, Ernie. Mm -hmm. And at the airport, he was stopped by Mueller's goons and served with a subpoena on the spot to hand over his cell phone and let them use a device made by a company called Celebrite to zip all the data right off his cell phone, which normally is not possible without a search warrant, by the way. You can't just use a subpoena to do something like that. And he was interrogated for hours. He didn't answer any questions as far as I can tell. They're going after this Caputo guy. He's another InfoWars contributor. I haven't heard from him yet. I've done InfoWars before. Not ashamed of it. But I think you're right. That's the next uh, move. They're going to tie to Roger Stone, you know, uh, Alex Jones, Trump. You know what I think is going to be the play? This is just my prediction. I don't have any sourcing on this. Speculation. They're going to try to say that Alex Jones's products and the donations that come in the, the the products are being bought by Russia and the donations are coming from Russians pretending to be Americans and then they're gonna they're gonna jail him for not yep. being scrupulous enough that's what they're going to do and of course I don't know what the problem would be if, if it were Russians that were donating to Alex Jones i I don't see how that could be an issue but uh, that's the next uh, thing I, I I'm willing to bet on it you guessed it it's going to be uh Russia Russia uh, Jones, and Stone, and they're going to tie it all together. In fact, Michael Caputo, who says there was another spy besides Halper, who, by the way, Halper declined comment. I texted Halper. He didn't respond uh, for comment on all this. Uh, so th- they're going to tie these people together. They're going to say they're all Russians. Caputo's been to Russia. And Caputo said in an article to Slate this week, and he said, I expect to a couple kicks in the balls from Mueller. I don't know what that means specifically, but that was his comment to Slate. What What do you think that means? Is, is he expecting to be indicted, or or what's happening?
1: Well, I mean, that's Mueller's tactic. He, he's going to do. He's going to try to compromise everybody that that uh, uh, that he interviews, and he does that not only by you know bringing you through the ringer, you know, 16, 17 hours straight under the, under the light, but then bringing in everybody that you know and everybody that you love and then rifling through all your finances. I mean, he's going to find anything right? to try, to try to flip you. And that, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get people to get flipped. And so now he's concentrating on Alex Jones and stone and, uh, well, I guess Austin, Texas, progressive Austin, Texas, is going to be the epicenter for all right-wing conspiracies.
0: Well, we know now that he's sent people all over the world. He's gone to Tel Aviv. They tried to hustle and shake down some Israelis that were, I guess, just uh, pitched the Trump campaign on some social media plan that they didn't even end up going with in a five-minute meeting. He's headed to Austin, I think. You know, I uh, I think
1: that we, you know, I think Trump is right to keep uh, Mueller in there and and just let him keep on doing what he's doing, because eventually all of this is going to come out. And the more he goes down that rabbit hole, the deeper of a, a, a of a problem that he's going to develop for him as well as the Democrats.
0: I agree. I agree. I think Trump wants them to stay focused on Russia for the midterm. That is their issue for the midterm. Right. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything else. I See the political oh, commercials, it's all Russia. Trump's
1: uh, approval rating is actually higher than Obama's at this uh, point in his term.
0: Right, right. His, his approval rating is uh, Imagine that. much higher.
1: 90% of the—I'm sorry for interrupting, but 90% of the media against Trump, uh, against Trump, where the media adored Obama— and yet, his approval rating is higher.
0: No, and it's and it's one simple equation. I mean, even in even under Obama, you had 95 million Americans unemployed or underemployed. Even during the best numbers, it was something like that. Now you've got something like 20 million, 15 million, is what the estimates say. I, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, we are witnessing an economic turnaround that's been truly historic, and, and we're going to continue to track it on this show. We're running out of time, uh, but I do want to remind everybody. To make sure to follow us, Ernie at Trader of Futures everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, you name it. Myself at Jacob A. Wool. Make sure to follow the podcast at DC Reporter on Twitter. TheWashingtonReporter.com is where you can keep up with all the breaking news, the articles, perspectives, analysis, you name it. You can even donate if you'd like on the website. Make sure to stay posted with the podcast, and we will see you on Thursday. Thanks for listening.